Welcome to The Pew, the place where everyday guys talk about everyday things in front of the one person who can do something about it, Jesus Christ. Now here's your host, just a guy in the pew, John Edwards. Welcome back to The View, everybody. I am your host, John Edwards, and here to the left of me, as always, is my co-host and cohort, Victor Adams. John, how's it going? I, I hear you have a busy road trip uh, this past weekend. Yeah, man, it's been a crazy, crazy week. I'll tell you yeah. what, I've tried to sleep every night, and I'm still tired. I'm trying to, it just, it's a blessing, and we'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. Gotcha. First, yeah, I wanna... you, know, you know me, I like to jump ahead. Oh, that's sure, how that's I am. okay. I keep you on your toes. Yeah, no worries. There's a lot to talk about, but just want to start off like we always do, saying thank you to Covenant Eyes. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys, you've heard us talk about it before. You know what it is. You know what it can do for your life. So the only thing left to do is to try it out and, and, and to put it into your life. You know, that you need accountability. You need something if you're struggling with pornography that is a block from that stuff, but also to protect your family. So we don't have to say that much about it today, right? right? Like we've talked about it every show. They're very gracious to to sponsor The Narrow Road and in the podcast as well. So guys, you can go and sign up for a free trial through Just a Guy on the Pew at start.comingtodies.com slash pew that's 30 days you can try it risk-free see how it works out for your family and for yourself and if you like it i think it's 15 dollars a month and if you're a guy struggling with porn there's not a better way to spend 15 dollars a month than to keep yourself from from falling to that sin repeatedly and to keep your children safe from seeing things too so go and check that out but yeah like you said it has been a crazy week man we uh i just uh, had a, a, a uh, engagement up in Indiana at Mount Vernon at St. Philip. So if you're listening, Brett and Kurt and Matt and all the other guys, thank you for having me. It was a great experience. These guys reached out about, I don't know, two or three months ago and asked if if I would come to the parish and mm-hmm. talk. They, they heard me on Matthew Leonard's uh, podcast, I believe. And they said they wanted to start a men's group. And that's something that I really have wanted to do is when I go sure, speak yeah. somewhere – to help start men's groups because I know that they make a difference and, and that they're needed everywhere and that it changes the whole dynamic of the parish. The men rise up, the women rise up, youth groups grow. It's just, it's all a catalyst when men start living the faith. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I had this invitation and, and you know, of course we came out with the narrow road and all that and it just started working together. And so I was able to go up there and spoke to about 200 men up there uh, from around the area you know, gave my witness story. I spent several hours with Brett and all the other guys that wanted to start a group and just sat down and trained them on the things that, you know, you and I have learned over the last few years in our own group, you know, mm-hmm. just, just things that we need to know. A lot of people don't, they say, here's content, just here's my content and figure the rest out. I don't want to do that. I mean, it's great. You want to use an air road? I hope you do. I think you'll find a lot of fruit in it. But if you use it for a year and then you wind up using something else, that's fine. The point is, we started a group, right? And it's something that's going to last. And so I'm spending a lot of my time right now. We put out a quick implementation guide. So if you're a pastor or a deacon or just a man that wants to start something in your parish that you've heard us talk about, we have ways to do that now. You have the narrow road. We offer a parish discount to anybody that wants to start a group and get men into it. So it's like $14.99 instead of $25.99 for, for groups at parishes. Um, there's an implementation guide that's six easy steps that says this is how you get going. So it doesn't bog down with tons of information about what you got to do and all of this. Um, we ship it straight to the men. So there's no logistics of a parish having to figure out where all the stuff goes. Um, there's just there's there's leadership training videos I'm doing so that that guy never feels like he's alone, right? 
And if I come and speak, which a lot of these places are doing, they're inviting me to speak, then I train the men while I'm there. And then, of course, they have ongoing access to, to help from us uh, after I'm gone. But the point is to go there and to build something that will last. And so that's what we did. We went up there. They're having a meeting this Sunday. They're going to introduce the narrow road materials, and then they're going to order them for their guys, and they're going to use that in a men's group and start a group in a parish that hasn't had one up there. So that's going to be awesome. I got another invite from New Mexico. I'm going to go uh, over there and do a parish retreat for four days for the whole parish. And then we're also, they want to start a men's group with the narrow road materials. So I'm going to spend time while I'm there uh, training their guy, Tony, on on what it means to lead men, Mm -hmm. like not to hit play, but what it means to lead men and what he has to have in his own life and in his own relationship with Christ. So we put all this together. So if you're somebody out there that's looking for that, go to the book me page that just got on the pew and just send us whatever it is you're looking for. And if we can help you in any way, we will. I'm not about speaking on some massive stages and all that. That's all great. I'm about trying to help people start something that will last far beyond when I've come and gone or, or, or you know, when, when the event's over with. So we've got that through the narrow road. And I just want to say to those out there, if you're a guy that doesn't have a men's group or you're not interested in that, you just want something to be a better man. I'm, I'm hearing that all the time. Guys just saying, I want to be a better man. I want to be a, a better husband. I want to be a more present father. But I don't know how to do it, right? Like, and, and I, I remember feeling like that in my life. You've talked about that. Other people that we run with have talked about that. And that's what the narrow road is helping people do. It's helping them grow in their relationship with God and, and figure out how living virtue in their life can help them grow into the man they want to be in all the relationships of their life, through prayer, through the daily gospel readings, through the reflections on the virtues. So if you're a guy out there that's, that wants some help becoming that better man that doesn't know how to do it yourself or doesn't know where to start, nothing wrong with that. We all need help. This is a guide that will help you, and it'll help you every single month. It'll come to your front door. You can get it right now and try it for 50% off your first month. That means you get it for 15 bucks. If you like it, then it goes back to regular price, but it's going to come to you, and it's going to help you learn all these things we've talked about on here and how to really apply them in your life. I say it all the time. You can talk about being virtuous all you want, but you eventually have to pick a virtue and start working at it, right? It's right. Otherwise, it's just lip service. So. Guys, you can sign up for The Narrow Road by going to justaguyonthepew.com. You can click uh, the community there and then join, and you'll get The Narrow Road. And then all the other stuff we offer in the membership there, exclusive videos, exclusive interviews, uh, open retreats. There's a pilgrimage for Father Larry and I are going to lead to the Holy Land in 2023 that's fixing to be put up there, so you get first dibs at a spot on that. There's all kind of stuff in there, guys, so go and check it out. But... You know, Victor, since we were talking about all this, and, and I didn't even mention I got invited to EWTN, which was awesome. That's some place I never – I remember sitting there on the set of Life, you know, Life on the Rock going, man, this is one place I never thought I'd be. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, getting makeup put on my face and, and being on that, that, uh, that wonderful, wonderful television network that we have as a gift in the Catholic Church. But uh, that was a, another thing. They just reached out and said, we want you to talk about men's ministry and ministry through podcast and these resources you have now. And mm-hmm. so got, to, got back from Indiana, stayed for about eight hours in my house Monday, and then got up in the morning and drove the three hours to Birmingham and took a tour and just looked at all the amazing stuff there, went to Mass and Confession and all that, the gift store, all that. And then they came and got me and, and I wound up uh, filming three shows there, Life on the Rock with Father Mark Mary. And it was just a blessing and then a podcast with him. So it's just been a crazy week. You know, yeah. it's just been a lot of blessings and, and just people calling in. So it's just whatever's happening here, the Lord is blessing what we're doing. And and I thank you so much for your part in it and and, and just for um, 
for for just what the Lord's doing, man. It's just been a great week of blessing. So, you know, that led me today to think about what we're going to do about the show. And and there's just been so many men reaching out about men's groups and stuff. But I've also had a lot of men reach out and say, why do I need other men? Mm-hmm. I listen to you. You need other men. And that's usually followed by, I'm fine. I don't need other men. I'm fine. You know, my life is fine. And, you know, fine is a code word for you know, mundane. Right. It, my life is is okay. Well, it's a quick you know? answer to, to not follow up with another answer. Right, or question. Right. Yeah. It is. And, I mean, I don't think anybody in their right mind, if you were to ask them, mm-hmm. wants to define their life as fine. Like, right. hey, Victor, how's your life? It's fine. You know, it's mm. like that old Eeyore or whatever from <laughs> Winnie the right. Pooh. You can always tell by the voice inflection if it's really good or if yeah. true or not. And then either you want to follow up with the question, you just kind of go, all right, man. That's right. Yeah. But it's like when somebody asks me how my life's going or how things are going in my life, I'm like, they're going great. They're blessed. They're mm-hmm. amazing. Like, I'm full of joy, even even when I'm not happy, right? But I still have that, that joy that comes from knowing Christ. But, you know, I, that's one of the reasons we need other men is because nobody's fine, right? We all say that, like you said, to blow mm-hmm. off a conversation, to not, you know, get deeper into something. But look, there's not a guy out there that doesn't have an issue. That's what I told those men Sunday night. I said, I had my issues. I shared them with you, my drug abuse, all of that. But every one of you in here has got something you're struggling with. And you're struggling with it by yourself because mm-hmm. that's how we were raised, right? We were raised as men to to put our head down, never complain, to figure things out. You know, a lot of dads t- taught their sons, you know, if they're our age or older, that you know it's ridiculous if you need help you got to figure it out men don't need help you know if you have to ask for something or you have emotions or any of that you're not a man and so we have just sort of kept ourselves bottled up and we go through life like hurting and, and having problems and issues well, and just a lot of wounds that are right are not treated yeah right exactly right wounds that are sitting there not getting any sort of treatment not getting any sort of uh, of 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 healing to them and the only person that actually comes into those wounds is the devil, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to do a show specifically about wounds. I don't want to get too far into that, but when you're sitting there trying to do life by yourself, you're trying to walk like this one-man army that we've all been told we have to be or we're not a man, then the devil lives in those things. And and he's he's always telling you, you know, like you're the only one with a drinking problem. You're the only one with this. It's embarrassing. You shouldn't have to tell anybody because everybody else will be mortified that you have this kind of problem. You're the only one and you need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it's his way of keeping you in that prison cell that we've talked about so much of, you know, built of your own shame and and your own sin and guilt and all of that stuff. So you don't, you don't open that door and walk out and see the truth of God and, and and what he wants for you in your life. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, you and I have been in this men's group for five years and it's changed both of our lives. I mean, you've told me that I, I want to give you a, a chance here in a minute to, to just share some of that. But I mean, it's changed mine too. There's so mm-hmm. often that guys come to me because I've just been leading it or because of things we're doing here. And they say, thank you, John. Thank you. My life's changed. But like, I look at almost every one of them and I go, no, man, like, thank you. <laughs> like, right. You don't realize yeah. what you've done for me. You know, I, I wouldn't be able to do the things I'm doing if it wasn't ha- for having a place like this where I could go and just drop everything and just be real and authentic. And, and that's some of what we're going to talk about today. But I think the first place we have to start is just loneliness. Like the reason I need other men is because men are lonely. They're out there mm-hmm. doing it by themselves. And especially now in this time of COVID and, and, 
and um, separation and, and, and seclusion and all these things that we're still in. And actually, sent, you know, we, sent, we seem to be trending back towards that even more now with this Delta variant that's affecting kids and everything else. There's just a loneliness there, even before all that, right? Like I said, these guys carrying all this load by themselves, it's too much. They weren't ever supposed to carry. And, and what happens with this loneliness, it leads to isolation. It leads to depression. It leads to addiction, right? I mean, that's what happened in my life is I went about my life going, I don't need anybody or anything. I'm making money. I'm successful, all these things. Uh, Angela and my relationship wasn't that great. You know, I wasn't the best father. I've, I've talked about all of that. But I, instead of like, I didn't have anywhere to go to talk about all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have people I trusted, right? I had fraternity brothers that had left me. I had I couldn't talk to my wife about it because she would leave me, I thought, if, if, if I was honest with her. And so I just bottled all that up. And what did I do? How did I deal with it? Instead of a healthy way of going and speaking to somebody about it. I drank 20 beers a night and shoved a bunch of cocaine up my nose. Like that's how I dealt with it. And and yeah, maybe you're not dealing with it that way, a guy that's listening, but I guarantee you you're dealing with that loneliness in some way that's probably not healthy, right? It's, whether it's porn or drinking too much or whatever it is. And so loneliness is such a huge problem and that's one of the reasons we need a group is so that we can come together and we can start to be around other guys and we have that influence of other men in our lives that can, that can bring us out of that isolation and into tr- a true community, which is what we all look for. Well, I think a, a lot of it boils down to also is the uh, the lack of wanting to share our life or our yeah. time with other people. And, and you know, we, we kind of go through our lives where we will give a moment's notice for people and stuff like that, but we really don't want to spend time that eats into our private time. Sure. And, and and we go through that with life for a long time, but the thing about the all the saints that have heroic virtue, all the, the works that they've done, the difference is, is that they allow the power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen them sure. to where when they shared their life, they had they had strength, they had love, and they had the ability to, to know how people were hurting. And I think that's what the men's group does, is it allows people to share each other's pain and hurt, but also limit like that loneliness. I mean, because sure. a lot of us are, we see ourselves as the island of strength when yeah. we really we're not. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're really just, just kind of suffering our own silence and, and not want to really participate with anybody because we're afraid to be vulnerable and sure. open up to other people saying, yeah, man, I've, I've got, my, my life's a mess and I look like I got together, but man, I just, my, my wife and I, we're just having a hard time communicating, you know, things that just kind of bottle sure. up and you just expect other people to like, really not really want to spend the time to, to learn about you. Yeah. And that's why we don't share enough of ourselves. Sure. Yeah. That, and I mean, like we said in the beginning, is just, I'm not supposed to, right? right. Like yeah. I'm told I'm not supposed to, but I can remember like the first time you came in the group and you came in after we'd been meeting for a little bit. And I just remember you talking to me afterwards and we didn't know each other that well, right. you know, we just met a couple well, times. Well, I knew and, you because I'd give give clothes from Ella to your girls because yeah, they're right. next size down. <laughs> I was like, here you go, man. Yeah. And uniforms that, and stuff. Yeah. Thank you for that, by yeah. the way. Saved me a lot of money in school uniforms. Mm-hmm. So thank you. But uh, yeah, Painful. like I remember you saying like, man, I don't, I haven't been to anything like this. Yeah. You know, like this is, there are guys here like actually getting serious about the faith and actually sharing about their life. And, and you know, there's just something about that. You know, every, you know, all men. And as you said, like we're, we're kind of trying to hide some of this. Right. And, and I don't have any problems and we're trying to be this island. And I, you know, I've seen a picture before and we talked about it on here, I think once, but it was, uh, somebody sent it to me and it was a silhouette of a guy, like you could see inside of his brain, but mm-hmm. like you're looking from the side of his head and he's got this gigantic smile on his face, like, hey man, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. But on inside, it was a little boy. 
that was in his head all curled up with his right. arms around his knees and his head down like afraid mm-hmm. and 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 that's what we do like we spend so much of our energy trying to project that we're fine and everything's okay when actually we're a mess inside right. a lot of times and and the loneliness that part i mean the thing is like every one of us whether you're a man or woman i don't care we all desire three things to be seen loved and heard every one of us even if we act like we don't or we act like people bother us or you know things like that that's not the truth we want to be seen and loved everybody does and that's why we 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 feel that because God made us for community, right? He made us for relationship. Obviously, you know, he gave us wives. I mean, in Genesis, you see that, like, it's not good for man to be alone. But it's even past that, right? There's just some things in, in life a man feels more comfortable talking to other men about, right? It, it, the, the experiences are the same, you know, whether you're feeling like, you know, maybe you've had a, a job loss or something and, and you feel like less of a man because you're not out there providing for your family and that's something that you'd want to talk to other men about, not just your wife, you know, for various reasons. You don't want to worry your wife. You don't want to, there's just a lot of reasons why guys want to be together with other guys. But that community, I mean, we're, we're made for all of that. We're one body. The problem is there's too many body parts out there trying to work on their own, right? And we're not coming together as that body to where we can just benefit each other. I mean, mm-hmm. even Jesus had had close friends, right? I mean, he surrounded himself with those 12 apostles. And within that, he surrounded himself with three, right? It shows you this different need, right? We need men at different levels around us. But the point is, we need to be surrounded by men. I mean, Jesus cried when Lazarus died. It wasn't because it was just some random person that died. He loved him. He cared about him. He was his friend, one of his best friends, right? And if Jesus was allowed to have friends, if Jesus needed other men in his life and wanted to be surrounded by other men, then that should tell us something about our own needs, right? Mm -hmm. That we're human. He was human. That was a human part of him. And so we need to surround ourselves with each other. And I mean, we see verses here that say things like this, like Romans 12, 10, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor, right? That's St. Paul talking to uh, to the Romans there. You hear uh, in Galatians 6, 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ, right? He's talking about that golden rule of loving our neighbor and loving our brother. Uh, Hebrews twelve forty four, and let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. That's Hebrews twelve forty four. I mean, that right there is what we're talking about. This group, starting a men's group should be something where you're bringing men in, where men are allowed to be real and authentic. I think that's what men want more than anything. For years, I walked around and I was like, I just wish I could be me, mm-hmm. right? I wish I could just yell like at the top of my lungs, I have a drug problem, I have a drinking problem, I'm not okay, I, I, you know, I can't be the only one. But again, because of the, the way a lot of men are raised, I shut that out. But men long to be real and authentic, Victor. I mean, every one of those men that come to the group, still come to the group, came to the group at one time, all said like, this is... I can finally be me here. Mm-hmm. And and people aren't, you know, throwing up when I tell them that I'm, you know, watching some crazy porn or something or they're not looking at me like I am I'm just this 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 un, untouchable person, mm-hmm. right? Like they're they're receiving me. And that's what we all want and that's what these groups should be. It's not a place just to go and and hit play on something, but a place for men to come and be received and to work together and allow the Holy Spirit to flow through that, right? To to not necessarily have to have a plan all the time, but just to show up and say, Lord, what do you what do you right. want us to do tonight? Right. And that's what we did for so long. And you know, the world, as you said below earlier, tells them they can't be. But we know the power of vulnerability, 
right? We know that when one man opens up and shares, now that happened to be me that first meeting, every guy in that room stood up and, and said, I'm a bad dad. I'm, I'm addicted to porn and my wife's about to kick me out. I'm smoking pot and, and I can't stop. I'm drunk right now. I Ubered here. I work too much and, I, it, it, and it shows my wife and my kids, I don't care about them. All of that, one person becoming vulnerable did all of that allowed other men to say, wait, you can say stuff like that? Mm -hmm. Like nobody's getting up and leaving? And so that's what this has become all these years is a place where men can be received and they can be authentic and real. And I think that's one of the deepest desires of our heart is just, I want to be me. I'm tired of carrying all this. I'm tired of trying to to put up all these facades in every other place that I go in my life. I'm this guy here. I'm this guy here. I'm this guy at the bar. This guy at the work. This guy at church. I'm never just me except when I'm by myself and then there's no one to know me, right? And there's that loneliness that comes in there. So we've got to, you know, one of the main things of why men need a men's group is a place to be real and to be received and to be understood and to to know that what they're sharing is confidential, right? That there's not going to be a bunch of guys running around and telling their wives and all of a sudden it's the, it's the, the news and the grapevine of the parish but a place where they can be loved the way that Jesus loved others. You know, Jesus didn't throw down the rules of being Jewish and then, you know, and say, hey, learn these and then come follow me. The Levitical laws, he said, what are you looking for? You know, what do you seek? What's what's going on in your life? And that's what these groups should be for men. And that's what we're trying to build here. Now, you mentioned something earlier too, and I'll, I'll you know, invite you to share about this, accountability, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's a huge thing in our group. I mean, men need other men to hold them accountable. They. They need men to walk with that are good examples, right? There's plenty of negative examples of men in this world. You don't have to look far to see what what the world tells you you should be by the people they put out there and and promote, right? Movie stars and actors and basketball players, all these people that aren't necessarily living the, the life that Christ calls us to. So, you know, we need men to stand shoulder to shoulder with that will pull our butts back from the ledge, right? Like when right. when we're teetering and we need help and we need guys that will call us out. And I mean, I know you've seen that in the group. Well, that's the thing is the difference between being accountable and an image consultant. As we know, we all have, like, we, like you're saying, movie stars, sport athletes or stuff, they have an image consultant who takes care of all their like posting or whatever, making yeah. sure they look good. Sure. But yet behind, there's a lot of like faults because we all have faults, right? I mean, like we talked about earlier, like, you know, with the pain that I brought to when we first started meeting was that. You know, I was, a lot of people may hear, know this from other other, other um, um, podcasts, mm-hmm. less, what do you call it, episodes, episodes thank shows, you, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> My brain was working faster than I was going to talk. But anyways, you know, I went the process of uh, seminary, you know, in the Presbyterian Church. And I got to the point of being uh, approved or not approved. And because of my stance on my faith was a little more conservative than most people appreciated, you know, I decided that was, I'm not going to jeopardize what I believe in. Sure. So for three, four years, um, I really wasn't involved in any kind of spiritual program. But then, like, I came to Catholic Church. I wasn't Catholic at the time, bouncing back and forth, but really kind of like isolated in a sense of my spiritual self. Mm -hmm. But when I came into the group like this with guys with accountability, you know, allowed me to kind of really share that pain, that hurt, the disappointment going, I thought you wanted me to do this, but obviously he brought me to, you know, the, the Catholic faith sure. through that pain and suffering. So yeah. the thing is, is, you know, being vulnerable heals those wounds, and that way you get a whole new, like, salve to heal it, you know? I mean, yeah. it's like a whole new, like, medicine of, of good health. So just, you know, guys, just be encouraged to find something that works for you yeah. and, and use other men for strength. 
Yeah, because it. I mean, it is. I mean, Victor, I love you. I don't. I don't mind telling the whole world that, right? I mean, and it's not uncommon for everybody in our group to say that in front of all kind of people. I love you, man. Love you, man. Hope you. You call me if you need anything, and that's that's what's built there is this bond of brotherhood, and it's what the world needs, right? They need to see men that aren't afraid to say I love you, that aren't afraid to share their lives with other men, and that's it affects the whole parish. I mean, we started that group five years ago. Now there's two different women's groups at our parish. Now there's a vibrant youth group going on, and it all started because the men rose up and took their rightful place as spiritual leaders. And part of that is men encourage each other, right? Like John Hoffman and Nick and all these other guys and Marcus and Jimmy and Bob and Mark Lynch and all these guys. Many, many other men, yeah. Right. They they all encourage each other, right? Mm-hmm. When they notice something's down there, they're saying, hey, look, you had a fall. You you you, you, you Maybe you, you had a setback. But Jesus loves you and we do too and we're here for you. Right, and that's such a huge thing that we don't get in the world. The world wants to beat you down and tell you you're not good enough. And these groups are meant to be able to help each other, encourage each other, mm-hmm. and be that love of Christ for each other. Right, Christ is in each one of us, and we bring Him to each other. And that's that's such a vital part. So, you know, why do you need men, guys? I, I'll just tell you. So you're not lonely, right. right? So that you find relationships, good relationships that are awesome in your life that help you be the person you want to be. Matching, you know, hitching your wagon to the people that are walking towards heaven. That's part of it. The community. We're not made to be alone. We're made to be in relationship with one another and to be surrounded by one another. That's why a parish is called a parish family. We're supposed to be there in a community to lift each other up. But men need that in their own time too. Uh, authenticity, a place to just be real and be yourself and have people accept you for that. Accountability, another place to where you can be held accountable. So where you're not just getting on a spiritual high and then coming crashing right back down and, and worse than you were. You got guys that are walking there, standing shoulder to shoulder with you. And then guys that'll encourage you, not knock you down, but be there for you when you need help and encourage you to keep being the man you're supposed to be. So look, guys, if you're if you're going to listen to this, and this sounds awesome, maybe God's calling you to start a men's group. Maybe he's not. I don't know. you gotta, you got to discern that. But if you don't have something in your parish, consider talking to your priest and your deacon about what we're doing here, about these podcasts, about the narrow road, about the training that we're doing, the, the implementation guides we have, because we're starting to do this more and more around the country. And our goal is to start men's groups like we found here and teach people how to lead how to actually lead men, not just turn on the lights and hit play, but how to lead men towards Christ and how to be the men that God called them to be. Amen. So I hear that that music playing right now, guys. Look, if you want to help, then call us, reach out to us, click book me on the Just a Guy on the Pew website, but do something. God wants you walking with other men. So let's take it to prayer in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, you've given us all a mission, but you never wish for us to serve that mission alone. That's why you placed within us a desire for relationship and community. Help us to see that we are not made to white-knuckle it through life alone. And Father, whenever the world tries to tell us we're not real men if we can't go it alone, remind us that the most manly thing we can do is admit that we need others in our lives. In the name of the Father, Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Spirit, amen. Thanks for listening to Just a Guy in the Pew. To find out more about John Edwards or have him come to speak to your parish, group, or conference, go to justaguyinthepew.com or send us an email at justaguyinthepew at gmail.com.